Hi there and welcome to episode 77 of the ADHD Adults Podcast. This is the imaginary number edition of our Doomed to Fail experiment of adding more white dog poo to your lives. As usual, I'm James Bryan, the man more famous for not being able to correctly time a poo between meetings than for a 20-year career as a research scientist. And as usual, I'm joined by the man who hasn't done a successful poo since 1996 due to his reliance on an 18th century medication, Dr. Alex Connor. And Sam's here as well, but I've run out of poo jokes. Hi, Sam. Mrs. ADHD. Hello. And Alex, hi. I poo very well, thank you. Top tip for you, papaya, James. Change your life. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, makes, pr- makes prunes look like once every month, whether I need it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Just a reminder that we started the podcast for educational reasons, but people genuinely do sometimes ask for more personal reflections and bonus content, despite how unlikely that might seem. Now we've got time for next one, as I typically don't work in January and February because my employers have said I'm actually so great to work with. I don't even uh, need to turn up or, or be paid. James has, has got more time in January and February as well because the dark mornings and early sunsets video can be out of his crypt a lot longer without bursting into flames. Vampire jokes. He's very pale, you see. His hair, his hair makes him look like oh, an extra from Count Ducula. And Sam is here for the extra one as well, but to be honest, it's because she thought we were playing online boggle today. What's boggle? <laughs> Well, really I mean, good. I'll play like it. it. I'll play yeah, it's it. Good. It's a logic game. Have a look online. Really? Yeah, it's good. <gasps> I've got a new game. Oh my god! I've seen personal reflections. Awful. Personal reflections. Personal Sorry. reflections. Yeah. <laughs> Al. Um, I think it's you, James. Oh, oh fuck! Got that wrong. Okay, oh, sorry. Oh, this reminds me I of Monday. Do you remember when we recorded Monday? Yeah. I wasn't, yeah, what, 10 minutes ago? I wasn't uh, looking at the script, obviously. Monday's episode, Sam. This is Thursday's episode. Oh, right. Yes, of course. <laughs> We've had a gap. <laughs> Very short one. Anyway, this Amstrad CPC 464 of a podcast is also a tragedy in three parts. We'll discuss how the week between podcasts has been from our own perspective as people with ADHD and as people involved in the ADHD community. We'll answer some questions from the community. Remember to send them in on the socials or Discord. And we'll talk about a little bit more about this week's theme, which none of us have personal reflections on, which is seasonal affective disorder. Why we chose it, I didn't, and how we feel about it. So we'll start off with how... Uh, oh, no, it's in blue, Alex. Oh. It's written how in blue. He's your... got to do it. How, how was your week? It says here... As always, we ask, how was your week in ADHD? I'm going to start with James. Come on, James. How was your week? How was I it? mean, I spent a lot. I spent a lot of it with you. So shit, mostly, wasn't it? Yeah. You loved it. <clears throat> no, actually, it, it has been lovely. So we've, so we've done. I just need to <laughs> quickly say one of my, my favorite YouTube comment yet from somebody called Sapphire. I said, are you doing talks? I, th- I think you may have mentioned it at some point. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> which, which i love and this, I, love this, that. I know and this this week um alex joined me for three talks birmingham nottingham and sheffield and mrs adhd was there for two of those and it was i mean it was lovely about a thousand people across the three talks almost and again just it's a it's a room it's a safe space it's a room where 
almost everybody, the vast majority of neurodivergent and unmasking and being themselves and, you know, sometimes being applauded when they say, oh, God, I'm sorry, I forgot my question in the Q&A because everyone actually understands yes. and gets the thing. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so the bits with you, not so good. The bits helping other people, really good. Yeah. What about you, Al? Oh, um, yeah, didn't do much, really. No, <laughs> it was amazing really good i'm spent the whole week mainly standing on stage ruining a perfectly good one-man show in birmingham nottingham and sheffield <laughs> very 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 much enjoyed it thank you what about you sam on it's been mental this week really really busy i was really stressed at the start and then you came and stayed which was lovely yeah um and i did an introduction to coaching course and i loved it and that was great James and I have been what? saying you'd be a good coach for ages, haven't we? Yeah, but you can I know, tell it us. Turns out I actually am in. good at it. Mm. And mm. I'm not good at anything. So I'm really pleased about that. Okay. Um, what stupid thing have you been doing instead of what you were supposed to be doing? Uh, people can tell that James uh, trod on that thing morning. or picked up. Yeah, he's definitely yeah. had a bad morning. <clears throat> it is funny. It's, yeah, it's, it's hilarious that he's bleeding and, and angry. Yeah. <laughs> so, any, anyway, guys, what stupid thing have you been doing this week instead of what you were supposed to be doing? Um, first, Alex. Uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't have a lot of time for extra bullshit because I spent so much time with you to this week. Oh, do you know what? One thing I did, I was so careful on my travel back from from Sheffield all the way to, to Nuremberg yesterday that I strapped everything to my wrist and I needed to charge my phone. So I got this little, my only English plug with a USB charger. I plugged it into the wall in the first class lounge at the airport. And just as I was leaving yesterday, I know, just as I was leaving yesterday, I took my cable out and left me little, my only English USB plug charger. And I was so fucking careful. It's always something, isn't it? It's always something with mm. being inattentive. And um, that's yeah. me annoying. Well, you could have just, I'm sure in the first class lounge, they would have given you a charger. The irony has not escaped me. Anyway. What about you, Sam? How was your week? Oh, no, what? Hang no, on. that's the wrong question. <laughs> We've done that one. Yeah. What about you James? Haven't, you haven't, you haven't talked about what you put in the script, have you? No, but not at no, all. No, he hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well. Oh, yeah. What about I've got, you, a I've got a I've got a picture ready on my phone to put to show everybody if that's looking on YouTube oh, or somebody's God, yeah. apologies. That is ridiculous. I, I when um, so I mean I really do love 16th century architecture, even 12th century, anything really. Churches and the, the history behind them trying to look at which notary figures from history visited the exact place I'm stood on now. And so I took a bit of time out, went to Cambridge yesterday. And took two pictures of churches specifically to annoy James. It must have been an hour of my life just to annoy you. I did also get to see a cool church. It's not, but it's not just that, is it? You also brought with you and showed me your coin purse ding and Ooh. how you push coins out of your coin purse. And, and you do this in Germany when I'm not there. And don't tell me, but still do it because you know it annoys me. And they make mumbly little noises while I'm pushing it with my index finger around and oh, 10, 10 cents, 20, 20, and that's all oh, that adds up to 80. And I do it just because of how much it would annoy you if you were there. It's, it's, I'm not it's, well. it's, 
this yeah this this underground or kind of behind the scenes trolling that i get all the time from you is is ridiculous anyway thank you for sharing that alex when prompted um <laughs> sam what about you what have you been doing instead of doing what you were supposed to be doing um sorry uh right um not a lot this week actually i was supposed to be filling up my tire with air and i was filling up my tire with air but then i got distracted wandered off did something else came back and had to let a lot of air out of my tire <laughs> was it was it like the house from up the <laughs> I, I haven't seen it i was a bit worried about driving on it but it was fine and then i should have filled up with petrol but obviously got distracted and then thought i'll have enough i know it says i've only got so miles mm. but it'll be fine and then i'm just coasting along the motorway trying to get to the next service station but i made it so that's good um and yeah i did ruin what i thought was a really good joke when james was pretending he was in a shop oh. God, yes. This this isn't this isn't this is incredible. I forgot this I is thought, incredible. Oh, James was like, oh, can good I can morning. I what? Yes, can I can I just preface this? It's really just important. Apologies. No, I wouldn't. Sorry. Sirius <laughs> just thought I got so animated, Siri got involved. Um for anybody text that's a picture of my Willie to mum. Shut up. Anybody that's a bit younger than us might not be that aware of the two Ronnies. Alex's Ronnie Corbett, remember? No, no. But they wrote they wrote one of the greatest comedy scenes or sketches ever, which is the four candles scene where somebody really goes famous, right? and says, "Yeah, can I have four candles?" And obviously the confusion. So Sam and I were not sober, and for some reason I kind of pretended for for a laugh, a really shit laugh. I was in a shop, and now carry on, Sam. And I thought, oh, I know something funny to say here. I remember an old sketch. So I went, oh, hello. Can I have some four candles, please? Oh. <laughs> I was gutted. Oh, was gutted. so close. Some four candles? No. It's the and then perfect. I couldn't think of any other way to say it, which just shows how clever they were. <laughs> That's one of the options, certainly, of what that shows. <laughs> it's, 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 I mean, Sam, you are now known on this podcast as like the destroyer of jokes, but that's the perfect yeah. destruction of a joke. It's, it's, it's the mechanism is completely joke. broken by just putting one, one word in there. Brilliant. Yeah. I guess, anyway, Sam, yeah. I guess, I guess, Sam, we, we have to ask him, don't we? I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Go on then, Jeff. Okay. So obviously, I'm, um, I've been, at, I've been back at work and last week was, hell at work for a number of reasons very 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 busy dealing with issues but at the same time um uh and i can't go into too much detail for obvious reasons but i had requested robert and kidderminster's medical notes and that process was ableist and they came through so i've actually spent quite a lot of time going through what is a thousand pages of medical notes which are all in you know all, all of them might have just one or two words that are really important in terms of understanding what happened with Robert from Kidderminster. So again, when you've got ADHD and you are expect expected, not, it's not like my family are forcing me to do this. I've said, I'll do this, but you're expecting of yourself to read through a thousand pages, looking for the odd word. It's so hard, mm. even though it's emotionally rewarding. It's just so hard ding that <laughs> to, to try and focus. Cause after a couple of pages and the handwriting in medical notes is obviously the temptation is, well, I'll skip that page cause I can't really read it, but no, you have to go back and try and read every word. Yes. Al. 
I know you can't draw attention. I know, I know, I know. And I just really like the fact that you were saying something serious and sad, so your ding wasn't very high pitched. I know. A serious double entendre. Love it. It was. It was. So I spent a lot of time doing that and putting and organize, but organizing it though, like separate mm. folders for therapist notes, clinical notes, this department, that department. And I'm, I'm quite proud of the fact that I could do that. But oh my God, the mental toll of even the printing for fuck's It was printing off five minutes before the podcast. And I thought, oh, shit, I'm going to have to pause it because the noise it makes. And then luckily it finished. That's Everything what I've been doing. Wrong. Yeah. yeah. That feels like what you should have been doing a bit. Well, I mean, my, my job. Oh, yeah, your job, yeah. Your yeah, job, and, you know, and, and the, cha- the charity stuff. You know, we get more than <clears throat> two messages on Instagram, Al. And three or four times last week, I'm ignoring that. Three or four times last week, you <laughs> finished work, and then we went to a, to to do a talk, and yeah. didn't, we didn't get back till 11. It's very, very long and fun days, and we're grateful to have them, obviously, not moaning. And we are going to take a break in part two. As always, questions and thoughts from the ADHD adults and ADHD adult UK community. To our bit, Alex. Hi. Hi. What's up? Hello, Governor. Welcome back to the ADHD Adults Extra Thursday podcast. This is episode 77, part two. We are talking all things reflections on the week in ADHD on the theme of last uh, Monday, which was seasonal affective disorder, and also taking questions from the community. That's the bit that we do in part two. First uh, sort of question, which is also, I think, a feedback letter that was frankly <laughs> ugly and unnecessary. <laughs> We've shortened it slightly. It was directly to Sam, so I'll read it out. This is this is uh, a question we got, but also feedback. Hey, Sam. I saw you today on episode 71, and I just wanted to say I really feel for you. I hope you're okay. I love you being on the show, weird, and the boys were really lost without you. Whatever shit this is going on in your own personal world, there's always more people that actually care about you than you think, so don't stop reaching out to them for help. Oh, I've just realised this is from an Australian listener, so I should definitely do the axe. Uh, no, no. <laughs> that being said, I'd like to make a complaint. Firstly, what? I can't, I can't, I don't, I don't no. know. That's Please carry Firstly, on. No. Firstly, I think it was episode 68 where Alex introduced a question from Brenda. Yes, Brenda. Not Brendan or Brendon or Brendan and not even Brandon. Fuck. That's much better in an Australian accent. My one chance. No, I'm not doing it. It's racist. My one chance to get credit for contributing to the betterment of the world in this. Go on. This has to be in an Australian accent. And this moon-faced shit sipper ruins it. <laughs> that was that was that, that was is... more cockney than I straight. That's a terrible. Was, accent. Yeah. I'm so sorry. This moon-faced shit sipper ruins it. Thank you. <laughs> as soon as he said Brenda, I thought shit. I bet he means me. I told myself not to worry. James will ter- tear him a new idle voice box for getting it wrong. A couple of minutes later, James did refer to Brendan, but that was it. No verbal sodomizing of Alex. No tirade of anger at all. That's it. I'm never listening to this again. Now, seeing that I am an ADHD Aussie male with a deranged sense of humour and sarcasm via social media is often misinterpreted. It's important for me to point out I'm only taking the piss out of the fellas. However, it did make me stop and think about how emotionally spent James must be to miss that opportunity. <laughs> and there's some really lovely personal reflections as well. And I really, we, I'm not going to read them out, but we've read them and we thank you very much for them. Now, if the fellas wanted to make it up to me, they could always go back and answer the other part of the question I had that never got answered. 
It was something like, how did they become academics with ADHD? Also, are people with ADHD less likely to complete a university degree? Thanks for all that you do, guys. It's been really tough these last few weeks, and I was in a bit of a downward trend, but catching up on a month's worth of episodes had me crying and laughing. The perfect soulful cleanse. That was from Brenda. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. <laughs> Brendan, Alex, Brendan. You yeah. moon-faced, moon-faced shit, shit zipper. zipper was it? Shit Amazing. Uh, Brenda, Amazing. Brendan, I, Brendan, I fucking love you. You're incredible. James, um, can I, I'm coming to you with this. First question is, do um, do people with ADHD, are they less likely to complete a university degree? And secondly, how did you become an academic? So, so on average, remember this is on average most studies, yes, uh, people with ADHD are less likely to apply to or complete um, a higher education both. degree. Yeah, that's why I said both. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's, that's called a, like a narrative emphasis. I honestly, I'm wasted here. <laughs> um, and that's not because we have a lower IQ. We don't. It's just because there are structural barriers in place that stop people with ADHD from having this often having a successful academic career. The people that don't get adequate support, the people that don't get diagnosed, the people that are just labeled as being naughty or disruptive. I had, I had a, a really good conversation with somebody at one of the talks, which was about some of the inequalities that you get and they said and this really woke me up a bit they said that one of the things and there is evidence actually no it's when i was on the radio he says obviously talking about himself being in the media again it, it said that it said that studies have shown that um white boys that um kind of are adhd and hyperactive and have behavioral issues because of that often go down the sen route but boys of color are often pushed down the mental health social services route instead of oh, the wow. sen route which i think is is awful and i think therefore it's it's really important to remember you don't there's, there's nothing you can't learn you know unless it's massively unrewarding to you and that's not that you can't learn it. it's just that your brain won't engage with it how did i i got into and did my degree in phd because i was shit at nursing i broke my back i was always fascinated in health and disease so i was able to focus because it was emotionally rewarding learning about health and disease and the body and physiology was pretty much the only thing i had and therefore, I focused on that and then failed upwards. What about you, Al? It's a really good one. Um, I made a mistake with my PhD. It was terrible. I impulsively signed up for something because I was flattered. I wanted to be Dr. Connor. I hadn't given it any more thought than that. Um, I don't use it anymore, really, much. Um, what I did was I said yes to something that I was objectively quite good at, even though that strength was really bad for me. And, and one of the things I do now as a coach, which isn't a thing, but it's much better than my academic career, is trying to align people's, not just their strengths, figure out what they are, but the strengths that actually make them happy, you know, in the short term, in the emotional reward term, rather than just something they're good at. There's all there's things you, both of you, are really brilliant at, but they're probably not healthy for you to do. And you do them anyway, because, you know, you, you, because you get nice and you want to help people, but it, it is, you've got to look after yourself first. I didn't do that. So if you are going into any academic role, please think about your motivation for doing it and your genuine <clears throat> strengths that are good for you mentally and physically, not just strengths that you're good at. That that would be my absolute advice. Um, and and Mrs. ADHD, sure. and I think that uh, yeah, it was it was good. It was useful. I mean, I wasn't listening. I'm assuming it was good and useful. Which is not what <laughs> I normally assume. Mrs. A Mrs. ADHD, I think you're I'm not in academia. Is. No, no, but I think your your experience of 
of doing a degree, which you did at the same time as working, I think is is very ADHD and it's important to share if you don't mind. Yeah, I've tried a few times um, with the OU to get a degree and and I had to keep changing subjects because obviously at first I'm like really enthusiastic about it. Really, you know, and and writing essays, I hate. It's like bees in my brain. I just can't. I'm no good at, at being precise and and the having the word count low I just want to waffle on for ages so it's really hard but if I really enjoyed the subject I could maybe do it and I do well in it but it's just I was just getting no reward from it and then I was just changing subjects and then I'd like it for a bit and then the same had happened and I just couldn't I just couldn't stick at it what's interesting is again as an external observer and at the time we didn't know that we either of us had ADHD although I suspected um Mrs. ADHD would leave that piece of coursework until the night before and then stay up all night writing it and hand it in saying, oh, God, it's useless, it's crap, and then get 87% on it and do really really well and get great feedback but would still say to me, I'm useless at this, I'm rubbish. So so that the lack of self-esteem, the poor metacognition and that, you know, needing a hard... Um, deadline to do something was all <clears throat> very apparent back then. Yeah. Right then, thank you for that. We'll move. We'll move on to the next question, which is from Double Rumples um, over on the Discords, and it says, uh, "James and Alex, correct me if I'm wrong here. I probably am. When you say two percent of the population are believed to have ADHD, is that just best uh, in brackets scientifically reached guess?" Based on information on the limited studies that we've been that have been done up to now, if so, do you see that figure as being potentially much higher? I just don't see that many normos in rabbit ears uh, about. Maybe it's just because I'm from Sandwell. Well, you definitely won't know double rumbles if you live in Sandwell because that's where we are. But I think that figure may be conservative. But that's based on feeling, not fact. Alex. Oh, also, so really, a pro- <laughs> should I say the second bit? <laughs> what was it to say? Let me check. Oh yeah, go on. It says probably a daft question, but I'm a few drinks in. Thanks for that double run. <laughs> Alex. Yeah. No, it's a really good question. And the short answer to your question, double run pools, is yes. It's a best guess, scientifically based on information, but not actually that limited. There's an awful lot of studies out there. And they tend to be broadly in agreement, except in America, where it goes crazy high. I think, and, and actually most probably most ADHD scientists would say somewhere between two and five percent because the variation in the studies is pretty broad my experience and now this is not science clacks on is about probably two and a half percent about one in 40 but you know if the evidence shows us it's higher then that's what it is also worth pointing out a lot of people are sub threshold ADHD so they might not quite reach the 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 diagnosis level but that definitely affects them and it's very hard to tell because if you're doing really well in life, but you have the exact same symptoms of me and it doesn't moderately, moderately affect you because, you you know, you're a famous impressionist, for example, um, then you're not going to get a clinical diagnosis, even though it's the same. What about you, James? What do you think about the number? Um, I was just interested in you saying in my experience, it's two and a half. So does that mean two and a half percent of the people you've met have ADHD? <laughs> Or just you've read some papers and it's too... In my experience, it just seemed like really odd phrasing. <laughs> Absolutely insane phrasing. I don't know what I meant was. I, I meant... I, <laughs> yeah, I meant look at... I <laughs> don't know what I meant. I think what, one, in 40, one in 40... Of the people you've met. 
it's based on the papers, James. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, no, what I'd say you, could have, you could have waited till you know no, we weren't no, recording. No. It wouldn't no, be no. as fun no. then, though, would it? Yeah. No exactly. idea as much fun. Um, so I yeah, you're right. So this is these figures come from things called meta-analyses or mega-analyses, and that's where you look at a whole bunch of studies done in different countries and add all the numbers up and work out statistically speaking what the, the normal range would be across multiple populations and generally it comes out at a, just above 2.5 percent but it could it could be higher so at our talks we tend to say not that we talk about our talks much we tend mm -hmm. to say um at least two and a half percent because it is probably higher good one sam look at the script oh um yes i've got a question Actually, I should have put this in one of your sections because I'm not going to be able to read this out. But I put it in because it's, I wanted to know the answer, as you know, always. Uh, right. As you need tyrosine or phenylalalala to make dopamine, <laughs> just a guesstimate, and it's challenging to get enough of those proteins from... Sorry. From Amazing. Amazing. This is Shall I start again? As you no, need tyrosine on. or phenylalalala to make dopamine and it's challenging to get enough of those proteins from plants on a daily basis unless you're quite organized about your diet is it a bad idea to be vegan if you have adhd this is from kate from discord uh do you want to go first I, I know so what i would say is generally speaking um it's rare to be deficient in tyrosine and because of tofu and nuts and other um non-animal products that have these nuts it's not funny objectively um <laughs> um that you know it, it is easy as a vegan to get those um amino acids into your diet i'm not sure how common a, a phenylalanine deficiency is without having a disorder in one of the enzymes that measures it but alex do you want to add anything to that yes please i would like to go first go on can i say <laughs> first <laughs> Um, no, uh, it, yeah, very, very. With veganism, as James said, you, you do have to seek out sources of protein. But all of the eukaryotes have phenylalanine and tyrosine in that's uh, plants as well as animals. So there isn't anything um, unhealthy about a vegan diet. There's, as you all know, if you're vegan, there are a few things you have to just keep an eye on, like with any restricted diet. But there isn't any reason why vegans. Uh, why people with ADHD should not be vegan, non. Yay. Fab. <clears throat> On that note, we'll take a break. And in part three, we'll part three, part three. <sighs> yes. We'll carry on with some extended uh, personal reflections that none of us have on the theme of seasonal affective disorder. See you in a bit. See you in a bit. No. Welcome back to episode 77 of the ADHD Adults Podcast, a week in ADHD number 12. Um, we normally finish off these bloody ridiculous Thursday episodes by providing some... For, for Sam, what are you... What? <laughs> oh. You just seemed like you were going... Oh, um, noisy. We, we, we were aware of that. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, as usual, in the third part, we provide some extra personal reflections, but this week it's on a subject that none of us have any experience of, so it'll be short mm. at least. So yeah. the yeah. first question is, Alex, you can ask it because it's in blue. 
Yeah. Uh, we always ask at this time, what made you choose the last idea for a theme? Seasonal affective disorder. And I would say that Sam made us do it and we didn't want to. That's, <laughs> that's the thing. Because do you remember when we did... No. We did New Year's resolutions. I can't find it as a suggestion for a podcast. You thought it was... We were doing Sad. Do you remember when we did the other one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that's because the script had been written. I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure... That you suggested it, Alex. I'm pretty yeah, it sure. Sound like, it doesn't sound like me to do something boring, James. So just think about what you said. <laughs> what about you, Sam? Why did you choose this theme for this week? I don't know how many times I have to say this, but I have no editorial input at all in this podcast. I don't choose anything. James? Yeah, I, I don't. I, I was against it from the start, to be honest. What's that's that's dead air for you. Any thought <laughs> tip from the theme from last week, which was remember seasonal affective disorder? Pretty sure my mum has it. Oh no, you can't out someone's medical history. Sorry. <laughs> was there any thought or tip from the theme that you forgot to say? James, a top tipic, spunk chump, anything you forgot to say? I, 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 I think any any discussion around periods of low mental health, whether it's bipolar or a more traditional depressive disorder, etc. There are a few tips which are given by NHS mental health services. It's things like have a picture of a loved one in your in your purse or wallet, so you can you oh. can have a look at them if you're feeling particularly low. It's making sure that those closest to you, so your your partner um, or a flatmate, um, is aware of your mental health issues and are not monitoring, but are able to notice if you're in a low period and can support you in that. So if you're able to share with the people that are closest to you that you sometimes have problems um, and let them know, you know, how that might manifest itself um, alongside the little tips, like having a picture of your friends and family and making use of some of the excellent uh, free charitable services um, for talking to you when you're feeling low. That, that's what I'd say. I think that's really good. Sam, anything else? And please, please don't read out what James has written on the script for you there. Read, say something else. <laughs> elements of ADHD including ADHD itself that um, probably can be helped with talking therapies like CBT other therapies are available as long as the practitioner knows something about ADHD that's what the evidence says however what we should say very often and I think we will from now is that it's really really blooming hard to get talking therapies on the NHS um, because you know they have to pay for it um, and it's to look at the fact that anyone can say they're a psychotherapist certainly in the uk it's protected title in some other countries so be very very careful if you have to go private make sure you get testimonials word of mouth or coach as well that's even less regulated so i would be really careful with that mm, you can coach yourself yeah no it's true it's not easy though especially for people with adhd i think it's we that's we're going true. to do an i think we should do a whole episode on self-coaching yeah, with some top, top ticket to picks tickets good i responding that was episode 77 of the adhd adults and it was the first ever 12th thursday edition of our adhd adults podcast <laughs> in the second half of january or it was the second i don't know i need to check on spotify <laughs> after monday's episode on adhd and seasonal affective disorder if you liked this professional masterpiece <laughs> of a podcast and would like to get involved please contact us on the socials, on Discord. We are the ADHD Adults, or go and have a look at our website, adhdadult.uk, possibly. 
and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. See ya. Trigger warning clacks on. Clacks on, clacks on, clacks on, clacks on, big clacks on. Trigger warning clacks on. Clacks on, clacks on, clacks on.